everybody, and welcome to the Sports 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 Podcast. I am Joel Anderson. I'm Jordan Pomerville. And joining us, as always, is the Sports Outsider, Phil Rantha. Happy week, everybody. Happy, Happy week. Happy week. Yeah. Recording on a Friday, guys. Yeah. We don't normally do that. So this podcast is going to be fresh Ooh, coming at fresh. you. You're going to be able to put it right up to your hot, nose and go, podcast. Oh, it smells like orange peel. Uh, uh, love that. Phil here is our outsider. Uh, yeah, I don't know he anything know about sports. anything about sports. Yeah. And you might say to yourself, hasn't Phil learned a lot of things about sports in 200 and... Nah. 60, 70 some I know Tom Brady podcasts. deflated yeah. a ball. You know, Tim Tebow. And, and, yep. But you're a busy guy. Yeah. I am. Oh, I'm, let's not I'm so smart in other ways. At this point, the <laughs> willful ignorance that Phil has shown yeah. with regards to sports is truly impressive. I need more room for all the other things I know, which is a lot. Yeah. Well, I mean, some of us also know sports is in addition to other things. Yeah, but I know no. more than you guys like, about other things because I don't. Yeah, I I've like cleared not, out the sports. Not Greek mythology, for instance. Uh, that's true. <laughs> that's fair. Uh, er, before we started recording, Phil referred to Helios as the god of the sun, which is Joel. This is a sports really? podcast. <laughs> this is a sports podcast. We're talking about sports, so shut your mouth. So this is a sports podcast. So let's talk about our guests. Yep. Senator Bernie Sanders, sports, yep. <laughs> who yeah. is on because I know he introduced a, a single payer bill. Yeah, oh, yeah. I believe yeah. Medicare for all, Medicare for all. And now he's talking about something similar in the world of sports. And here's the thing: I like sports. I yeah. like the equal distribution of sports. So yeah. I'm kind yeah. of interested in this guy. Yeah. yeah, I mean, in a lot of ways, very socialistic our sports. We got a lot of oh, sports yeah. with salary caps. That's and, right. Uh, you know, the teams are are. Doing a lot to sort of shift money around. So but also very capitalistic because the people who are at the top 1% are all uh, getting higher salaries, yeah. uh, more promotional deals well, with the I, Adidas. I reckon the degree to which it's different from our like society is much... There's a, there's a minimum league salary in all of them that I would suspect is a far larger portion of... You know what? Nobody cares. Jeez, go back to East Berlin, <laughs> on the, Joel. On the other side, we've got yeah. Bernie Sanders on there. On the other side, you have the more, I would say, libertarian Silicon yeah. Valley, Matt Spigman. Yep. Oh, Tech guy, entrepreneur yeah. is going to be here. He's talking about uh, the Red Sox recently got fined yeah. for cheating because they basically used an Apple Watch in their cheating. Oh, you, that's you awful. You can't use electronics in cheating. You yeah. can cheat in other I hadn't other heard ways. that it was an Apple yeah. Watch, but I had heard it was basically like you, you can steal signs. But they were having somebody steal signs by watching the video broadcast. Yeah. And then, like, sending those messages electronically down to people uh, on the field. Yeah, with an For Apple instance, Watch. For instance, in, in yeah. the dugouts, I know this, they're allowed to have an iPad. However, they've disabled the iPad from using the MLB app. <laughs> This is, this is true. This is That's not a fair. joke. They, so Because they, they want, they're like, we, we recognize you might have, like, you want might upload videos of your swing and other people's swing and, yeah. and go to that. But we don't want you to be able to do what the Red Sox ultimately did. But that's what going to be. I'm talking about I want to meet the guy who's responsible for going around and disabling the MLB app on the specific It's iPad. a guy with a hammer. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to knock this out of there. MIT. <laughs> Apps disabled. Whole thing's disabled. Johnny Manziel, update, watch, update. Johnny Manziel, update, watch, update. Brought to you by... Cheetos. Hey, there's just a cheetah here. I, I'm full of Cheetos. I still stay pretty skinny, though, because I'm always running everywhere because I'm a wildcat. And go get your Cheetos today and be skinny like me. Work it all off. Joel? I kind of think Chester Cheeto might have a problem with cocaine. I do as well. I I, think that has a this lot is more Phil to do here. I do then. as well. You don't have to. <laughs> why are you whispering when there's only one other person in the room? Was the, I just wanted Joel was closest yeah, all to All right, me. whatever. Uh, and I, I do have to say, it had never occurred to me until now. But yeah, it's a cheetah who's the uh, spokesperson for junk food. 
That doesn't make much sense. It oh. should be like Willie the Slug or something. <laughs> Save it for the open mics. Yeah. Uh, it should be <laughs> Willie the Slug. Am I right? What's the name of That's you. <laughs> Johnny Manziel forces Hamilton Tiger Cats into decision on him. Subheadline, CFL nullifies this move. Semicolon, will not be pushed around by these losers. <laughs> Wasn't Hamilton just great, though? <laughs> Alexander Hamilton, son of a whore. That's the whole play. <laughs> Johnny Football told the Hamilton Tiger Cats to Manzel or get off the pot. <laughs> the Hamilton Tiger Cats, that's with a hyphen, own the rights to Johnny Football. However, per league policy, players uh, on the rights list can trigger a 10-day window in which the team must either offer a contract or renounce their rights. <laughs> wow. Your rights are renounced. Is it a guy with the big scroll that says that? Hey, yeah. hey, hey, hey. Yeah, he, he walks into the town square with a bell. The yeah. rights have been <laughs> renounced. Which really makes it hard because a lot of the other teams are in different cities. So they oh, have sure. to keep scouts in the town square. <laughs> nah, so they can they hear can, it. He's yeah. a very good crier. So you want to claim somebody off waivers, you've got to be on that. Oh, yeah. sure. So this is a power move. Mm. So Team Manzel comes in with that. They say, we're activating our 10-day window. You either got to sign me, or make me an offer, or renounce the rights. Whoa. And after Team Manzel made this phone call with the team representatives, Johnny Manzel played the theme from Entourage... Then the theme from Ballers, <laughs> and then the theme from Entourage again, because that one felt slightly more right. Right. Yeah. Uh, the Canadian press, that's the friendliest press, <laughs> ah, yeah. reported that Manziel agent told Hamilton on September 2nd they wanted a contract offer from the team. However, the CFL immediately granted the Tiger Cats an extension, giving the Tiger Cats organization time to evaluate what they want to do. Mm. You're not going to push us around, eh? <laughs> and stop saying yeehaw too, eh? Uh, per the CFL, the window has been ex- uh, extended to facilitate a process of evaluation for the player. We'll have no further comment until and unless that process has been completed. And basically, this is because Johnny Manziel's domestic violence stuff. Yeah. Well, the CFL, I'll have you know, has a policy on that, too. Uh-oh. So by extending this window, basically what's happening is the CFL is finding... The t- Hamilton Tiger Cats want to know... If we sign this guy, how many games is he going to be able to play for us? Yeah. So he might still face a suspension in the CFL. Mm-hmm. So uh, Manziel will have to meet with the CFL commissioner, Randy Ambrose, Ooh. to undergo an assessment uh, with the domestic violence prevention official. Yes, there is domestic violence in Canada. And yes, it's a problem that people think it's kind of funny because of their accents. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, I know. That's tough. I bought you dinner, eh? <laughs> <laughs> oh, don't punch me. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean... You know, if uh, if anybody's like uh, playing hockey in their own home, lots of domestic violence. Oh, is that what oh. they do? They they pull pull the shirts over the back of them. The, <laughs> yeah. Yikes! That's what you you burnt the poutine. <laughs> uh, so real quick, so obviously, so this is all going on. But really, what we should be we talk about Johnny Men's all the time. But really, what we should be talking about is the Hamilton uh, Tiger Cats QB situation. We're nine games into the season. Mm-hmm. What is the Hamilton Tiger Bat? Uh, Wait, we're Tiger- nine games into the Canadian football season? That's right. So, Joel, wow. can you give us a quick recap of the Hamilton Tiger Cats QB situation? Oh, absolutely. Uh, well, their first stringer uh, is Neiman. Zach Kalaros, who right. signed oh, a hefty yeah. contract in the offseason, making him the highest paid player in the league. Yeah, but he- you got to say, they might not be getting full value for Zach Kalaros now. Which Eight is touchdowns why- to seven interceptions. Yeah. He was replaced uh, by Jeremiah Mazzoli. 
Yeah. He's now thrown for 600 yards in one TD and two interceptions. Jay no, Jordan, I don't know why you ask me if you don't want to hear my Canadian football expertise. But, yeah, if you're going to jump in. I was a little, I was a little, before, I'll be honest. I was a little doubtful of it. That was exactly what I was about to say. Man, you guys really are sports insiders. So Hamilton uh, could trade Manziel's rights, but any right. team requiring his rights would still want to know the conclusion of the CFL's domestic oh, assault right. evaluation yeah. process. If the Tiger Cats make an offer that he turns down, Manziel must spend another year on the, the negotiation list before his rights are announced. Oof. So they could come in with a shitty offer. Manziel says no. They say, okay, you hoser, Ooh. wait another year, and then we will renounce your rights. <laughs> Uh, so we've documented all the reasons and red flags why Hamilton would potentially pass on Manziel. Yeah. What yeah. we have not... He can't dance. He's not <laughs> yeah. a very good rapper. He's the secretary of the treasury. <laughs> really... I know I know they got a travel like, show out. I don't know. He does yeah. his, his thing is the money sign. Yeah. That's very right. secretary of treasury. Sure. Right. But just, I mean, he's just going to be doing that the whole show. Yeah. <laughs> we haven't discussed... Why Manziel might reject a potential offer from the Hamilton Tiger Cats. Well, I doubt that. Well, we'll give you a case of Molson, eh? <laughs> the hard-headed Texan has refused to be paid in Canadian money oh! or learn how to speak Canadian. Oh, no. <sighs> That's right. He's screwed. Also, it, it, he's still unaware the team plays its home games in Canada. <laughs> Reps have told him that they play in the Meadowlands just to get him to the tryout. Sure, that makes sense. I buy it. And according to sources, Manziel Googled hottest CFL cheerleaders, and it said, did you mean CFL cheerleaders? <laughs> <laughs> However, apparently on this note, uh, reps quickly smoothed things over for Manziel, telling him that 19-year-olds are allowed in bars in Canada. <laughs> and then they played the theme from Entourage. Yeah. They're, oh, yeah! Joining us now on the podcast is uh, the senator from Vermont, Bernie Sanders. Hello, hello, hey Jordan, hello Joel. It's a pleasure to be here back on the Sports 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 Podcast. It's, yeah, it's great hey, to it's have great you. To have it's good you to back. be here. Thank you for having me. You've been again. a very good guest. You've been on. Yeah. I think this is your third time. I'm a very good everything. <laughs> very good senator. Yeah, well, very good candidate. Yeah, would have been a very good president if not for the vicious attacks during the primaries. Well, we don't. We there, don't want to. There we were no vicious attacks. We don't want to. There were vicious during. attacks. The well, the, you know, uh, Bernie, this is a sports podcast, so I don't. I don't want. I don't yeah, get. Not, I don't want to get too political. How about this? I know Bernie. what happened. Your book sucks. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, Fair. I think that's yeah. a popular opinion in Hollywood right now. Yeah. Uh, but uh, you recently introduced uh, a single payer Medicare for all bill. That's because I put my money where my mouth is, and it's very little money. Me and my wife together have less than $27 donated to our own campaign. Okay, really? Yep. I, we, I, we eat beans out of a can. Generally, the cans are mostly empty. You can still find some bean juice inside of there. All right. I, I feel like I've seen your suit, so I do, I do believe you. But uh, you're on here because uh, you kind of want to My drink. suits have patches on it like I'm a hobo clown. <laughs> That is true. Yeah. But look, 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 look. We're not here to talk about my hobo clown suits. We're here to talk about the fact that I introduced Medicare for All, but that is not all I'm introducing mm -hmm. because, frankly, there's a lot of things that should be for all. I, you know what? Uh, I think everyone would agree with that. There's a lot of stuff that I feel uh, like yeah. everyone should have access to. Drinking yes. water, yeah. uh, quality Did education. you know, did you know, Joel, did you know, did you know, Joel, that only the top 1% 
of 1% of 1% of 1% of people have clean drinking water. No. no that, that, everybody that, else that is can't. full of fluoride. Well, fluoride's well, no, good. Fluoride's, it makes your teeth strong, fluoride right? Keeps the That's water what clean. they tell you on Wall Street. Well, Don't I mean, believe the lies. They do okay. tell you that on Wall Street. And yeah, that's true. In addition to in Dennis' office and everywhere else, fluoride and water has has. Look, Joel, Medicare for all is a good start. Okay, it's a good start. Okay, but what I believe is that the sports world could also benefit from the for all. Concept. I, I love this. I, so I, I don't want to jump in, Senator, but I'm thinking, if you're thinking what I'm thinking, I'm thinking yep. playgrounds for children. Children need to be able to play yeah, sports. Yo, they can, need access to parks that. and rec teams. I want every child to be able to play. Are you suggesting you know, an infrastructure building program no, that would build George, George, yeah, George, 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 I love this There's idea. plenty of parks. That seems, There's plenty of parks out there. Very Everybody's got parks. There's parks everywhere. <laughs> All right? <laughs> what I'm suggesting is that everyone in America should have access and the constitutional right Ooh. to free Super Bowl tickets. Right now, Super Bowl tickets only go to the top 1% of 1% of 2% of a half a percent, which equals 1% of 1%. I, I believe of 1% so many things of ticket that. holders... For football games in America. Now, now you're yeah. right. Now you're right. Now, the Super Bowl is one of those events where there's, first of all, only so many seats, but that generally goes to a lot of sponsors, a lot of people yeah. in business. A, a lot, lot of, of rich people, a lot of Wall That's Street. True. That's true. But, but... Millionaires you know, and billionaires. That's true. And trillionaires. No, no trillionaires. <laughs> and gajillionaires. There's no such thing as a gajillion. I'm taking uh, all of the tickets when hardworking families... Cannot get into the Super Bowl. Phil, there's... I mean... I don't know what you're talking about. Bernie! <laughs> what Bernie? Uh, yeah, sorry. I heard that Phil was out getting burritos. Yeah, Phil, Phil, I asked out. for him to get me a burrito that was torn in the middle where all of the filling fell out. You're sitting... You're sitting in... <laughs> because that's the kind of burrito that I want to eat. You're sitting in Phil's normal seat, so it was just a little... Burrito that's fine. Right there. That's fine. Uh, you do realize, like, there's... At, there's Close to, uh, I think, a little over 300 million people in the United States of America. That there's, is true. There's that is true. 70, I know a lot 000, about statistics. Yeah, the, that is true. the most he's very well versed in NFL them. stadium in the Joel, country. You is don't like understand, 80, Joel. You don't understand. The problem is, is that there's not enough Super Bowls to go around. I like this. That's why like there this. will be a Super Bowl every single day for the entire year. See, grow the so pie, Joel. Everybody who wants to see a Super Bowl I can like see a Super Bowl. Guy, I like I, where this guy's head. I hate at. to break it to you, though, but once again, with 400 million people in America and at most 80,000 seats to an NFL stadium, 365 times 80,000 is still well. well no, sure. Joel, Joel, not, not everyone's going to want to go, Joel. <laughs> no, Some that's people, where you're wrong, Jordan. <laughs> <laughs> that's where you're wrong. Because I believe that there must be mandatory Super Bowl tickets. Because you see, what you need, you need the young people to, to take the tickets and the old people to take the tickets in order for it to be truly democratic. Because if the old people don't, it'll throw us off the entire pattern. Uh, okay. All right. Everyone must participate. Everyone has to go to one Super Bowl a year. But, but I, I feel like in, in sports, specifically with football, it, it looks so good on television that a lot of people don't go to the games because, yeah. you know, it's sometimes this, the game day experience isn't as good as being in your living Jordan, room. Jordan, look, there's not going to be any more football games on television, all right? What? Yeah, there's what? not going to be any more football games on Senator, television. Senator, do you I... know that the ad spots sold during the Super Bowl go to the top 1%? Of 1% 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 of
of 10% of 0.1%, that's 1% of 1% again, (laughs) of 1% of people buying commercials in America today. I did know that because that was actually the premise of your last interview here. That was. So (laughs) I'm glad you paid attention. I oftentimes give speeches about 1% yeah, Jordan, of 1%. It wasn't a premise of his interview. It's what he came No, 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 Joel. Joel, don't put words about. in my mouth, Joel. Don't put words in my mouth. Everything I say has a premise. All right? Everything he says has okay. a premise. Everything right. has a, and you know what that premise is? Rich people have too much, and the poor have too little. Yeah. Okay, right. No, and that... that be that as it may, uh, you know, part of the reason why people want to go to the Super Bowl though is because it's it's special. It's it's the mm. title game. You have a Super Bowl every day. Joel, which is, by Joel, the way, no. going to Joel, expand Joel, the number can of I speak? NFL Joel, games by, can I speak? Joel, can I speak? Can senator, I speak here, Joel, please? Yeah, I'm a senator. Please <laughs> listen to me, okay? This is the problem: is that everybody thinks it's only special if only they have access to it. Well, again, healthcare. Everyone has access to the Super Bowl. It's, Private it's on Jets. Television. Pri- yeah. Being able to be the quarterback of a football game. Wait, 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 wait. wait. Getting I'm, I'm an sorry. MVP trophy. I'm sorry. I don't want to go on a tangent here, Bernie, but I have to approach that last one. You think that it's wrong that only some people get Being to be crowned uh, Miss America. Are you suggesting that everyone should have a chance to play quarterback in the NFL? Being able to punch three ice blocks in a row and break through all of them in a single swing. Anybody can do that. If no, 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 no. Right now, only the top 1% of 1%, of 100%, of 0.001%. Yeah, but they worked to get there. Anyone can. Of karate masters <laughs> can break through that ice. I think that everyone in America should be able to break I through think the ice. Most karate masters probably can break through the ice. But they don't. You know why? Because it's controlled by the top 1% of 1% of 1%. No, no they, they make they, that ice just unaffordably priced. Yeah. ISIS, ISIS not on affordable. Did price. you just say ISIS? <laughs> because look, I, I am very against ISIS, all right? Okay. But mostly because ISIS only goes to the top 1% of 1% of 1% of 1% of suicide bombers, and I think every suicide bomber should have the right to be an ISIS. Bernie, I, I, you've, you've taken this just too far. There's 1% of 1% of 1% of 1%. Look, I've got a bunch of things on my wall at home. It's connected with a bunch of string, and it shows you that the top 1% of 1% of 1% of 1%. I can get behind Medicare for all, but I think you got to understand that there's only so many things that work on the for all plan, you know? Like, for all is not necessary. Like, what if I said that I, I think that sex with your wife should be available. Everybody has sex with my wife. All right? Everybody. <laughs> I've never Look, had why sex should with sex wife? with my wife? Then you should try it sometime. It's wonderful. Look, I, mean, I can't. Right now, I should. Everyone the, should only, have access to only my wife. The top 1% of the U.S. Senate uh, has sex with your wife. That's not true. <laughs> That's not true. Look, everybody in the Senate, I tell them every time I see them, I'm like, if you want to have sex with my wife or access to my $26 in my bank account, by all means. If you want my empty burrito with the rip in the middle where all the fillings sit out, everybody gets an equal shield. See, he walks the walk. And they talk the talk. I think that's why people like you, Senator Sanders. Everybody likes me. Some some could argue that he's walking the walk to the detriment of his ideas. That's not true. That's not true. My my idea is as follows, Joel. It's that everyone should go to one Super Bowl per year so that everybody feels like they are part of of the 1% of 1% of 1% of 1,000% of 0.0001%. That's 1% of 1%. Who's, who's going to play in these 365 
Everybody will play, Joel. If you've not been paying attention, Joel, everyone's going to get a chance to Everybody gets to play. Everybody gets to be a champion. Everyone gets a Super Bowl ring. You could cheer. Everybody, you know what? Everyone could be a cheerleader if they want. Everyone gets to be the guy who paints his belly and then gets to be on the camera. Hey, uh, Senator, can everyone be the halftime show? Everyone's the halftime show. You know what? Everyone gets to be on Kiss Cam. Everybody on Kiss Cam. I don't care who who you are. I don't care if you're married, unmarried, gay or straight. You all get to be on Kiss Cam. You don't even have to kiss on it if you don't want to. You can kiss. I think the only way you get to your number is if you have like 10 Super Bowls a day. You know what? I haven't done the math. <laughs> no. That you, is that's, true. That's odd you never do math, math, Bernie. <laughs> I haven't done the math. You know what? I'm going to have to go back to my free college that I have unlimited access to. <laughs> do some and math. do some math. Yeah. Okay. Well, thanks for coming on the Thank podcast. Thank you for having me. Yeah. 1%. Joining us now on the podcast, we have uh, one of our favorite guests, uh, Nats Hey, Bigman. everybody. It's hey. me, Nats Bigman, CEO, CFO, co-founder uh the c c o c double o beep beep n c o of clune yep that's uh, me that's I keep, big i keep forgetting what is clune up to uh right now the last oh. time we talked i can't even remember it i can't point. even remember either you know why because the past is the past and the future is so bright i have to wear shades nice snapchat spectacles to be exact okay so, uh i mean that was a successful tech company no yeah so uh, is clune Clune's valuation sure. up and down right now. It's up, baby. Oh, well, what is it? $3 trillion on paper. I find that hard to believe. Yeah, well, the paper says it, and papers don't lie. It's like more than the GDP of Switzerland. That's right. Eat that, Switzerland. <laughs> I'm going to call it Clunzerland because I'll buy it. Joel, we have some listeners in Switzerland, so like, okay. lay off the trash talk. Yeah. I don't know that I'm trash talking. I think $3 trillion is probably somewhat close to an accurate number for... You know what? Well, I'm here because my company, Clune, the tech company Oda Future, has pivoted recently in light of the Boston Red Sox brilliant flawless plan to to steal signs. Well, it, it wasn't using an Apple it, it Watch. wasn't it wasn't flawless. Yeah, because they, they got caught. They got caught. Do you know what was flawless about it? It got so much press write up for that theft. <laughs> The earned media value was in the billions. What's an I think earned you don't media understand. value? Earned media value is when you trick the press into promoting you. I don't and think that's exactly what Boston got from that story. Oh. I don't think you understand the uh, the concept uh, of a success. I mean, the, a successful. Oh, don't theft. I, Joel? Yeah, because are you smarter than me, Joel? In order to be Certainly a successful, not. is theft, that fifteen dollars shirt you... smarter than my eight thousand dollars shirt? You know why it's eight thousand dollars? Because it was worn by the CEO of Clune. Okay, this shirt was like twenty dollars. Okay? Yeah, mine used to be twenty five, and you know what I did? Kick that value up by putting it on my body. Okay, all right. Well, well, so that's what branding can do, Joel. <laughs> Absolutely. So, what do you what do you have for us? What's 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 Clune's product? All right, I've got a new product that's called Steelzor. 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 The app for cheating at baseball. Is that, okay. is that what it's called? Yeah, Steelzor, the app of cheating in baseball. Get this, Joel. It works on your phone. It works on your <laughs> Apple Watch. It works on your iPad. It works on your Google Glass. It works on your Magic Leap. You know what? Oh, I've got an HTC Vive. It works on that, too. What? PlayStation 4, Xbox One, connected devices, your uh, your 
What about, Apple TV? What, what about one of those smart refrigerators? Oh, it works on the smart refrigerator. Yes! You know those screens that you see in elevators? When, it works there, too. When are you ever going to need to steal signs using your refrigerator? Oh, it doesn't just steal signs, Joel. Stealing signs is so Boston Red Sox a week ago. Uh, probably orders milk for you when you're out. Pay oh. attention, Joel. Yeah. But then why have it steal signs? Oh, well, <gasps> get this. It doesn't just steal signs, all right? This is actually algorithmically able to listen to what the other team is saying and then broadcast it back to you. What, what, what do you mean? That's right. It's able to hear everything your opponent's saying and thinking and it broadcasts back to you. You've developed an app that reads minds. Get, better than reads minds. It actually looks at somebody's facial expressions and then interprets it into what they're probably thinking. Is it, is it effective? Do you have a prototype or something? Oh, I've got a prototype. Okay. I'm going to tell you a little bit about how the technology works, but this is a friend DA. You can't steal it. Sure. What's uh, a friend? Right. What's a friend DA? A friend DA. Oh, a friend disclosure. Like, ah, there we people. go. I got it. Now you okay. understand tech talk. Can you can you can you use it on me right now and oh, yeah. what I'm thinking? Okay. Well, I can't because I'm not the technology. What the technology is is a system of cameras. You know what? You have those cameras on your phone right now, Jordan. Not you, Joel. <laughs> but Jordan, you've yeah. got it on your phone right now. Yeah. What the app actually does is okay. records their faces and then we have a bunch of people who it broadcasts the faces to and it says what they think they're probably thinking. Okay, Jordan. Why don't Why don't you record my face? All right, and all with right. the app, and let's see what it says. There we go. All right, I'm just one. I gotta download the app first. All right, app store. It's it free. it's it downloads nice. super fast. Some right. would say <laughs> it's just the camera app that then text messages it to uh, a a uh, somewhere in India. Okay. All right, hold, I hold say still, it's Joel. I got I got it on your face here. Okay. All right. All right. All right. Pretend you're a pitcher. Okay. Pretend you're a pitcher. Okay, I got I got you. I got All right. You. Oh, I'm opening the app. Okay. All right. What it interpreted is you're going to throw a fastball right down the center. Okay. Because I was actually thinking Nat Spigman's an idiot. You know, it's not right all the time. All right? <laughs> it's not right all the time. If you were going to throw a baseball, though, probably would have been a fastball down the center. I mean, I don't know any pitches other than a fastball. Right. And it wouldn't be right down the center of my Yeah, I don't think you understand how the people who interpret faces that I work with were trained. They watched minutes of baseball (laughs) (laughs) where they looked closely at the pitcher's face and noticed that when they furrowed their brow it was a curveball or when they did and you know what? After that they got an algorithm together of six pitches that could be thrown based on facial expressions. That's pretty impressive, Nat. Six different pitches. Who even knew there were six different pitches? Well, jo- Joel and I certainly, yeah. Uh... Yeah, well, not the average baseball thrower. No, I think they... They're they'd... mostly throwing fastballs. Curveballs, that's about it. There's two. No, that's, that's there's, a bit, there's a bit more well, than that. Well, my Nat. proprietary technology 
sends this to an outsourced company. Some would say call center. I say that it's an outsourced technology where they can interpret these faces and, and shoot it back. Matt, as I'm looking at the I'm looking at the app here. <laughs> And it, and it says the different pitches it could be. I noticed one, it says slow fastball. Slow fastball. That, that's, that's a pitch not a lot of people know exists. <laughs> right, that's, that's just a changeup. No, it's a call. slow fastball. I just feel like it's been misidentified here. That's not true, because my outsourced company saw it, and they went, that's like a fastball, yeah. but a little slow. I'm also noticing that, uh, that one of them is a googly uh, which is which is like a cricket term. Yeah, that is not right. that not, is not in so, baseball. Though. You know yeah. what? There was a couple of people at the outsource company that when they were supposed to be watching baseball were actually watching cricket yeah. on the computer. Uh, but in fairness, like India or you Pakistan, get what you pay for, and I paid colony. very little. Yeah. Uh, why don't I go ahead and posit a theory here, Nat? Uh, uh, just talking out loud here. But yeah. is it possible that this this quote unquote outsourced company essentially told you that they would be able? To determine what people are going to throw by looking at their faces, they do continue to charge you. They money are for their services a lot, but are simply just telling you random things about Joel, what the Joel, next you, pitch I don't think is you understand how the service industry works. All right, the service industry works by servicing people, Joel. If they stop servicing people, they don't get a paycheck. Right, but but if you're paying them regardless, they're getting a paycheck. And they're just sort of screwing you over. I don't think you understand the app. Get this, all right? I don't so think you understand pretend, the app. pretend you're a batter, right? Yep. So you open the app, right? You step out of the batter's box. You open the app. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this seems they're interpreting. Very involved. Nope, nope, nope. It's very easy. It's very everyone uses apps. I don't know if the umpires are going to let you call time in the middle of. The you game don't game. call time. You just step out of the box. They can't pitch when you're out of the box. Yes, they can. You step out, right? And then you look at your app. And then the, the outsource team will look at the face and then it'll say what they're about to pitch. And then you close the app and then you know whether to hit it or not. And if you miss, you just step out of the box again. It couldn't be simpler. Do, do you ever run into problems where the pitcher maybe makes that face and the team goes, perfect, we got it. He's throwing a slider. Okay. Yeah. And then you close the app, you step back in the box, and then the, the pitcher thinks, ah, no, that's right. This guy hits my slider every time. You know what? I'm going to go with the curveball. Jordan, or, Jordan, Jordan. Or maybe yeah. he thinks he just got out of the box to check his phone. <laughs> I'm going to No, change. that's the beautiful I'm thing. I'm going to change Joel. the pitch that I'm going to throw. Joel, we, we, of, course, of course we've thought about that. <laughs> and that's why every single time somebody's about to step back into the box, they say, I wanted Angry Birds. And then people think they stepped <laughs> out of the box because they were playing Angry Birds on their phone, Joel. Yeah. Well, that, that does course. make sense. I that mean, does a make sense. masterful deception to See? be sure. And the, the app prompts you to say that. They say, now it's time to say, I wanted Angry Birds. Nat, it's flawless. Nat, I... Thank you for your time today. Yeah. I don't know that this one is as is as promising as your other... You know what? I'm glad that you say that because we just pivoted. Wait, just now? Just yeah. now. Yeah. What, what are you, what are you doing to? now? We run an outsource company that suckers people into buying <laughs> false promises. You defraud people. Pretty great. I just thought of that. It wasn't because of anything you said. <laughs> Sign this piece of paper saying it was my idea. Friend DA. Absolutely, Nat. Okay, yeah, here we go. I'm rich. Thanks. And now it's time for another wide world of Wide World of Weird Sports. What do we got this week? This week's Wide World of Weird Sports is part one of a two-parter. Oh, shit. Uh, We haven't, let's see. 
We've only done like three two-parters. There yeah. was cricket. Uh, there was... It was, it was, there like was I did one about baseball bats that was a two-parter. Oh, there yeah. was a two-parter baseball bat one. And then yeah. there was one of uh, athletes uh, spending money. That were money. sponsorships. Yeah, we're, oh, we're sponsorships. Yeah. yeah. This one is the top 15 fattest NHL players of all time. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Oh, this is good. Yeah, exactly. And, and before we begin, I do want to say, I don't know if it's quite fair to call them fat, they are very large, but if they're playing in the NFL, these people are in pretty yeah, good I'm shape. I'm not calling them fat. I'm calling them the fattest. Wait, is this, you say NFL or NHL? Uh, this is NHL. So. NH- hockey? NHL. So it's, oh, it's just... Oh, it, different. Yeah. Uh, number 15. This one's even more a interesting. Goalie. Number <laughs> yeah, 14. Exactly. A, a goalie. goalie. <laughs> right? Uh, hockey is one of the most physically grueling sports. There's a reason it's called the fastest, with an S, game on earth. Because players are constantly moving at high speed, slamming into one each other and slapping the puck over 100 miles an hour. For this reason, the NHL sports some of the most physically fit athletes in the world. Some would even say that hockey players are overall the best athletes in sports. I agree with this premise. Yeah. Besides yeah. WWE. Because in order to make it to the NHL, you have to have strength, agility, flexibility, and endurance. But according to SB Nation, the average NHL player is somewhere around 6'1 tall. And weighs a little over 200 pounds, which is pretty much the epitome of physical fitness. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Guys like Gary Roberts, Martin St. Louis, Jeremine Jagger, and Zen No Char are famous for their fitness. Y- you know what? Y- Yamir Jagger. Jeremy Jagger. Skip, yeah, you skip got, the intro. Here's a list of the top 15 <laughs> fattest NHL players. Okay. You might find the term fat has been used in hockey loosely here. Compared to your average Joe, these 15 men might be considered pretty fit, but compared to the other elite athletes, they look flabby and out of shape. Is an angry writer. Yeah. <laughs> like, you might think they're good, but they're not. They're fat. All right, number 15, Mark Retchy. Mark. Yeah. I think it's. R- yeah, yeah. No, it's <laughs> Mark Retchy, but. Yeah. Mark Retchy. I him. He, yeah. had, he had like a big mullet. I want to say he played for the Sharks for a long time. Uh, he was balding and he played for the Bruins. Uh, Mark Retchy had a long. I was thinking of a different guy. There we go. Mark Retchy had a long and successful career in the NHL. Playing for a total of seven teams from 1988 to 2011, Reggie was never exactly fat. Wait, I'm sorry, did you say 1988 to 2011? That's the years. That's that's a 23. Oh, wow. He was yeah, in the league they for They said a it was while. a long and successful yeah. career. Yeah. Uh, Reggie was never extremely fat, but near the end of his career, he definitely let himself go a little bit. It was understandably so, since he was in his 40s. No, he may not have been in the same physical level as some of the guys half his age. Still managed to be a solid player even in his final season. We had 48 points. Good enough for fifth in scoring in the Boston Bruins team that would go on to win the Stanley Cup. Mm. Yeah. Okay, so he was fat. Intense. He was fat. How, well, how, how fat was he? Doesn't say. How fat was he? He was so fat that when he was in the goal, he was in the goal. Wait, they don't they don't have his weight? No, they don't have his weight. That Boy, would be intrusive. There's a lot wrong with that. That would be unresearched. Joel, you don't want to hear that. Uh, Guillaume, they list him in the number program. 14, Guillaume Latadresse. No way that's correct. <laughs> Guillaume Latadresse uh, is oh best God. known for his brief tenure with the Montreal Canadiens from 2006 to 2010. For the first three out of four years with the Habs, Latadresse was a key contributor, consistently tallying points in the high 20s. There's plenty of speculation that Latadresa struggled with his weight throughout his career and may have contributed to his sudden downfall. Goof. 
Sudden downfall is he isn't he tripped and yeah exactly he <laughs> fell. Uh, he was traded by the Canadiens in the 2009-2010 season after only scoring two goals in 23 games. Mm. His last NHL season was 2012-2013. Huh? Didn't say his weight. I, I bet they really like the the candy bars that are mostly in Canada but not here. Yeah, like <laughs> O Henry, right? Or like the the milker bars. Yeah. With yeah. dairy milk? Or like ketchup chips? Candy? Oh, That's those, from last week. Those sure. candy bars that have like uh, gravy in them. Oh, yeah. <laughs> gravy bars? Yeah, gravy Gra- bars. Ah, yeah. Uh, number 13, Keith Chachuk. Uh, Kachuk. Keith Kachuk. Kachuk. Keith Kachuk. Uh, with more than 1,000 career points, Keith Kachuk. Is easily one of the greatest American hockey players of all time. His yeah, best absolutely. season came near the beginning of his career. He was a member of the Winnipeg Jets and racked up 98 points with 50 goals. Mm. Woof. Mm. Despite mm. all his victories on the ice, he couldn't beat Father Time. As near the end of the career, the signs of aging, including weight gain, became very evident. I feel like this That's article mean. throws it in. Very mean. They just throw yeah. it in. They're just like, like, hey, this guy was good for a while. And then those last couple years, he got fat because yeah, his testosterone went down naturally. It's like, oh, hey, uh, why don't we talk about like the worst 15 articles ever written about hockey? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Number one. one, this asshole who makes fun of men for gaining weight as they move into their early 40s. Yeah, we'll get this. Number 12, Tim Thomas. Goalies sweat so much from moving around in their heavy equipment that they have been known to lose several pounds in a single game. So while they may not be the strongest guys in the ice, goalies usually have great conditioning, which makes Tim Thomas a bit of an anomaly. <laughs> Looks like a slightly thinner younger brother of Drew Carey. You would think that a guy who wrote an article about fat hockey players but didn't come up with an actual size or weight for any of them would be a little bit more forgiving. Oh, this is all based on looks. <laughs> <laughs> 11, Phil Kessel. Okay. Phil Kessel might be the first guy that comes to everyone's mind when they think about fat or out-of-shape players yeah. currently in NHL. It's not just that he's fat. It's also he's sloppy-looking with messy hair and a scruffy beard. This is getting mean. This it guy's is. just like, here's his fat sack. He's just hate-writing at this point. <laughs> Helmet barely fits on his melon of a fat <laughs> head. <laughs> Story came out this summer alleging that Kessel left his apartment each day around 2.30 to travel to Front and St. and John Streets in Toronto to get a hot dog. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, one hot dog? That's not that bad. Well, it's 2.30. <laughs> Time to get my Time Toronto to become hot dog. fatter. <laughs> Number 10, Alexei Emelin. Inside the Montreal Gazette's Hockey Inside Out posted a picture of shirtless Alexei Emelin. Hockey fans criticized the Russian defenseman for his bulging belly and apparent lack of muscle. He looks fine. You should say in the microphone there, Joel. (laughs) Emelin, known for his physical game, so maybe uh, he uses all that extra weight to his advantage. Number nine, Kyle Wellwood. Kyle Wellwood is the definition of skinny fat. (laughs) What the fuck? What does that mean? I don't know. He's certainly not obese, but he looks as though he's never lifted a weight in his life. So not fat. No, his neck beard and comb over also make him look more like an accountant than a hockey player. No, he's player. just Whoa, talking that, that about unattractive That has nothing to do. Some unflattering photos of Wellwood sitting by a pool with his leg cast and a sizable midsection didn't exactly augur well for his career future. 
He's got a broken leg, and he's yeah. saying he doesn't. Oh look, at yeah, the, exactly. look at this! Look at this! Look at this! Celebrity photo of him by a pool and his broken leg, looking fat. Well, <laughs> get this one. Last one of part one. Vladimir Krutov. Might as well be Vladimir Kruton. I was about to make the same joke. How does that make you feel? Phil? Awful. <laughs> He's a Russian forward who played one season in the NHL with the Vancouver Canucks and was a pretty decent season, too, with 34 points in 61 games. But he left the NHL to return home as he struggled with homesickness and a weight problem. <laughs> he was listed as 181 pounds, but his round face and double chin suggests that he may have been a little heavier than that. This is a... Who wrote this article? Can we get an author? You ready for this, Joel? Yeah. His size gained him the nicknames, the tank, and a little less generous, Vladimir Crouton. <laughs> <laughs> and that brings that one ten to part one of the wide world of... Weird Sports! This is a podcast town. This brings to a close another sports, sports, sports podcast. But before we go, uh, we'd like to bring back Bernie Sanders to give you our contact hello, information. Hello, I've, I've come back to give the contact information. You can find us on Facebook by going to facebook.com slash sports the number three podcast. That's facebook.com slash sports the number three podcast. Well, you're there. Make sure to send out posts. To the top 1%, 1% of 1% of least popular people on Facebook so that they feel good about themselves. <laughs> you can find us on Twitter by going to twitter.com slash sports number three podcast. That's twitter.com slash sports number three podcast. Make sure to leave a message talking about how DACA recipients are human beings just like pigeons. <laughs> or you can find us on SoundCloud by going to soundcloud.com slash sports number three podcast. That's soundcloud.com slash Sports number three podcast. It's absolutely free. That means whether you're the richest person in America, the poorest person in Russia, it doesn't matter. You can listen to sports number three podcast. You don't have to pay them a penny. And that's why I keep coming back. Because unlike my opponents, who are all taking money to speak in front of big bankers and insurance companies, I give you my voice for free. As you may have noticed, I'm not wearing a tie anymore. I gave it to a homeless person. Who wants to be a businessman? Thank you very much. Thank uh, you, Senator Sanders. Hey guys. Hey Joel. Joel. The uh, the GDP of Switzerland is actually six hundred and fifty nine point eight billion dollars. Boy, that's interesting. So so actually way less than three trillion. Yeah. Lights off. You have received this transmission from the Comedy Podcast Network. For more shows, visit comedypodcastnetwork.com.